Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. But I want to say uh, um, thank you so much to those who did um, sign on. Um, uh, and um, I'm glad to hear that that guy, uh, God, I'm blanking out on his name now, um, the football player from Buffalo is recovering. Oh, God, that like, blew my mind. I was watching that game. Horrible when anybody, pro, college, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter the sport, you know, when somebody gets injured like that. That's just horrifying. But anyway, um, thank you. To all of you who followed my wife for her birthday, and we just have, I think, a couple thousand more, if we can get 3,000 more. Um, I have a couple million followers, and I was hoping some of them would uh, grant my wish and uh, my request. And, uh... Welcome back to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Kara Berry, pop culture episode and also recap of Real Housewives of Miami. Another great episode I can't wait to get into. But before we start, whew, let's get into the mess. You know, January 6th was a an anniversary for some, a day of remembrance for a certain set, um, day of mourning and anger for others and really 2023's January 6th um you know it definitely brought a, a different flavor than the one that made it famous and there were a few things that happened that I think we really got to in, get into well the first one being Jen Shaw's sentencing it officially happened your girl got six and a half years if you guys want to hear the details of what went down in the courtroom on that fateful day be sure to check the very last episode before this one it was a special mini sound that i dedicated to you know the u.s versus jennifer shaw and i don't feel any shame about that why should i feel embarrassed when she did what she did you know clankety clank anyway um it seems like the girls salt lake girls are getting into it a little bit because of the um the news um, it appears that Heather Gay has followed 
uh, Whitney Wild Rose back on Instagram. And uh, who didn't like that? Whitney. She posted the screenshot on her Instagram and was like, oh, I guess since your friend is in trouble now, you want to come crawling back to me or something along those lines. So the girls are continuing to fight. The girls are really continuing to fight. Mary Cosby made an appearance on her Instagram and she didn't say anything, but it was just her in her car with some sort of moving rainbow face filter. And it told a story. It it told a story and it sent a message, I think, you know. Mary's not really that prolific on Instagram. So for her to like pop up, oh, she's also got a, a TikTok I don't have the username for that, but you should find it on her Instagram. If you look at the Instagram video, it's got her TikTok username on it. Mary Cosby should not have a TikTok, but you know what? You know who's going to hit follow? Me. As soon as I hit record or hit pause. I'm going to pause it right now so I can follow her. Okay, I find it, y'all. It's uh, Mary Cosby 7488 on TikTok. And if you'll notice, treat yourself to her profile picture, which is a very long and in slow motion gif of her going back and forth with Heather Gay at her um, fashion. What what party was that? Oh, her Met Gala luncheon that she had at Falters. R.I.P. You guys, we got to get her back. Bring back our girl. I am uh, Miranda looking at Mr. Big at the end of season six. Bring back her girl. We need her. There have been rumors that uh, it's going to be on pause, the franchise. I'm not sure. That seems uh, premature. Abrupt. Don't you think? That seems like abrupt for a show that's only, what, three seasons in? I don't know. But you know what wasn't an abrupt ending? Uh, Our first Can I Get a Hell Yeah of 2023. We're starting off with a good one, you guys. We did it. Lisa Rinna. It's officially gone from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. The smile on my face. I I mean, it's hurting at this point. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. And I don't care, like, if it seems lame. I don't care. I'm going to tell you that right now. Because, because I don't care, okay? Watching her just wasn't fun. You know, watching her wasn't fun. And I think what people like Rena stands or like Beverly, those like weird Beverly Hills stands don't understand is that like, you can not like Rena, but also enjoy a villain. I'm fine with a villain. I'm fine with a naughty girl, a naughty housewife, one who's imperfect, even though Candy is my favorite always and forever. I'm fine with a housewife who like likes to tussle. Okay. That's okay by me, but it, some point with me with Rena, it just stopped being fun and I wasn't enjoying myself and I guess the producers weren't either because uh Miss Kathy Hilton was correct. She uh was at the end of her contract with Beverly Hills and uh well Sayonara. Now I would like to maybe issue a hot take here. I would have maybe taken more enjoyment out of seeing Rena on the show without Erica than Erica on the show without Rena. You see what I mean? Like that conglomerate definitely needed to be broken up. The Fox Force four five plus four plus Teddy um, needed to be broken up for sure. That was a monopoly. 
and it was getting illegal at this point. Um, but I think I would just get more enjoyment about seeing Lisa squirm than Erica because Erica's giving me less, but I'm, I'm not enjoying her more, but I'm disliking her less than Lisa. And that's saying a lot considering, you know, widows and orphans. And then, you know what? Another thing happened. Lisa Vanderpump took to Twitter and just tweeted, ding dong. <laughs> and what really cracked me up is that some random person um, at ed underscore die nine tweeted at lisa vanderpump why didn't you comment about vivian westwood and you have to comment on this and for whatever reason kyle richards liked that tweet y'all this is for so much more enjoyable without rena already bring vanderpump back i was like pretty neutral on her i could have gone either way on her return i don't consider it an iconic return if she is to come back but now now that she's clearly gotten under Kyle's skin so deeply and it's, she showed, Kyle made the mistake of showing that. I, bring her back. Bring her back. Put a mic pack on that. What I'm sure is a satin button down underneath a black blazer. Put it up. Put it up. Speaking of more Bravo news, there have been some rumors coming out about season four of Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, and they're reporting that it is going to be another ex-wives club featuring some return uh, girls trip cast members and some new ones. So allegedly it's going to be filmed in Marrakesh, Morocco later this month with a partial cast list of Eva... Phaedra, Brandy, and the Herman Munster shoes clomping around the world, Alex McCord. Y'all, my nipples got hard. I'm not even going to lie to you. The idea of that, I like it. Like it. I was going to say love, but now that I'm thinking like, I don't really know that I need to see Brandy again so quickly, or I don't know that we need to be making so much of a habit of returning girls we're already we've only seen two seasons yet we haven't even gotten to season three i don't know if we need to like have a, a cast of returning like a ryan murphy situation i'm good we have so many housewives to work with you know why did brandy eva and phaedra need to come back i don't know about all that but i'm here for alex mccord absolutely i am here for that wait do you guys hear that God, I think it's the sound of Simon trying to fit into one of his old leather pants. Do you hear that? The gripping? Oh, I'm so ready. Oh, man. I was going to get into the girl of the week next, but I have so much like Bravo news that I think I'll just lump it all together and then we'll end on a bad note. Sorry. We're ending on a Baldwin or a La Baldwinita. In Espanol. We'll look more on her later. Anyway, um, so another thing that I saw on the internet, you guys, I'm still like, is that real? Like, I and genuinely had to go back and look at it and be like, no. What? No. You guys, on the, um, it's a private account, but it's on Instagram. It's not like, is that the rules of private accounts that you can't say? I don't think so. Anyway, well, I don't know. You guys make up so many rules. But anyway, on the Bravo and Cocktails Instagram account, my bad if I shouldn't say that. But anyway, I mean, it's social, right? I mean, it's public. Fuck it. Anyway, um, they had somebody took a video of Jason from Winter House on a dinner date 
with Giselle Bryant. Giselle Bryant? What? You guys. And at this point, like, Jason is giving, um, it's giving Tom, it's giving Harry Duvin, it's giving ran through. Like, Jason, I know that, like, you're the nice guy, but at this point, you've been on now two reality shows. You've been on Siesta Key, and then you've been on Winter House. Excuse me, and you've been on Summer House. Or, you know, you should have been. Um, I, mm, like, what's happening here? What's going on, Miss Jason? And how did this happen? Like, I mean, clearly the natural connection would be Ashley and Luke, and by the way, <laughs> by the way, you guys, um, I know that there was a Duma blind item about Ashley and Luke breaking up. And um, I'm not saying that they didn't. I'm just saying that that particular blind item was submitted by somebody fake. <laughs> so don't please don't believe everything you guys read on that Instagram account, please. Anyway, um, if I see Jason around Angel Adore or Grace, like I'm going to have a heart attack. So I'm just going to warn you now. And our final story is, uh, wow. Another thing happened on January 6th. I think many of you guys don't know. It also happens to be the birthday of one Hillary Baldwin, AKA Ilaria. Um, and if you didn't know, and you do happen to follow Alec on Instagram, you certainly found out because this man has posted five times. 64-year-old actor Alec Baldwin has posted five times pleading with his followers and anybody who will read or listen to him to follow Hilaria and get her to a million followers on Instagram. Now, she has uh, managed to succeed in that endeavor, but... Uh, my God, as if that wasn't cringe and ick, ick, ick enough, listen to just one of the video, one excerpt of one of the videos that he posted in order to get her to a million. Hey, everybody. It's January 5th, the day before my wife's birthday. It is my wife Hilaria's birthday tomorrow, January 6th. We don't attach the same significance to January 6th as other people do. Uh we just say it's hilarious birthday. Then he goes on to say, I would like as many of you as possible. I would really like a great, great surge of you to follow my wife on Instagram to say happy birthday to her. Would you do that for me? Would you follow my wife on Instagram? Please? Ugh. Go away from me with this, Apollo. Y'all, the comments? We gotta get into them. He has, um gotten it through his head at this point to uh limit the comments but it was too late it was entirely too late somebody goes just keep having kids and they can follow her (laughs) one person goes i love you alec ever since i watched you in beetlejuice even before you were married to the beautiful kim basinger but my loyalty to you does not transfer to her kissy face emoji There are several people being like, is this really that important to her or you? Why does she need a million followers so badly? Then the second video is him recording one of their litter of children saying, "Um, please follow my mom on Instagram, which is a big yikes for me. (laughs) More people being like, "Uh, I'll unfollow her instead. I thought your first pleading video was bad enough, but using your daughter to beg for followers, what kind of example is the setting for her? 
The greatest point of all was brought in by um, at tiny, tiny circles. I'm very confused. Why is it important how many followers she has? It's just an arbitrary number since she severely restricts interactions on her account, doesn't keep the comments on. So therefore she can't monetize it. Is it just for an ego boost? Probably less of one if it takes her husband's ego to reach the goal. (laughs) There are a lot of people being like, well, she's already blocked me and she doesn't leave her comments on. So what would be the point of it anyway? One person said, this is, how do you say? Bizarre. (laughs) Video number three, the caption just says the final push dot, dot, dot. And then the very first comment is, Honestly, Alex, she doesn't deserve it. She wants to control her Instagram by not allowing comments and you expect us to follow her so she gets attention. No thanks. You actually motivated me to unfollow her, which is exactly what I did and see other people's do. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Lovely family, beautiful kids. (laughs) It's like (laughs) great gowns, beautiful gowns, but I can't do it. I'm out. Bye. And then as you heard, the fourth and most egregious one of all was Alec just rambling about how much he loves his wife and how he never says her name how much he loves his wife and uh oh god that thing that happened to that football guy i can't think of his name that was awful but anyway if you could follow my what like what alec get a grip and then the fifth and fortunately hopefully fingers crossed final one is just a written note that says many thanks to everyone who helped get my wife two million followers and the caption says truly dot 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 i'm sorry another person goes if anybody wanted to follow her they would but you were begging yes begging people to follow her i'm embarrassed for you get her flowers (laughs) so i had to go to hilaria's instagram to pop up and see what she's up to recently as you guys know patreon subscribers y'all know that i've done a very very several part deep dive on both Alec and Hilaria behind those Patreon walls. You can check it out. It's in there somewhere, but, uh, I wasn't really, I hadn't been checking for her recently. And it turns out that you guys are wrong and she does have a job and it's a podcast called, um, Witches Anonymous. Now buckle up. This is going to be about the whitest thing you've ever heard in your life. So she hosts this podcast with a woman named Michelle Campbell Mason, and it says, join outspoken friend and mother, Hilaria Baldwin and film producer, jewelry designer, and Salem witch descendant, Michelle Campbell Mason to explore women's relationships with each other, both as the strongest support system and the fiercest adversaries. Women are often pitted against each other and made to be adversaries, fostering cutthroat competitiveness among us. We will look to history the feminist movements and witches stories to learn from the many women who support other women to gain wisdom and realize that we're better when we work together. We're going to break down those barriers and join forces to raise up every woman. We can't wait to see you at Witches Anonymous. Now to me, this is just like, I mean, they went into like a girl boss machine and was like, let's come up with the most girl boss podcast that we could ever uh possibly create and then i was looking at the episodes oh and i damn near choked because they had an episode in november called in the coven with none other 
and Ramona Singer. And I happened to watch a clip of them talking about it. And it was basically Ramona going on and on about how essentially she got a bad rap for being an asshole on the show because she made a lot of money prior to the show and she was a boss. And because of that, she had a cutthroat attitude. And maybe people just took that wrong. So black people and Jewish people fear not. Ramona's just a dick (laughs) because she's a girl boss because she was selling her wares at TJ Maxx in the eighties. She also, I mean, on on another note, she did make mention to say that she made like significantly more money than uh, Mario did before they got married, which I thought was, you know, that's, that's tea. But other than that, shut the fuck up, Ramona. And I'll just leave you with one of the comments in the reviews. They have a 1.4 stars out of five on Apple Podcasts. A simple one. One star. Not Spanish or Latino. Get a life. That's the caption. And the message is not Spanish. So just to reiterate it, because I think she needs to know. Also, you guys, for what it's worth... Her uh, Instagram bio says, if you, and it's been like this for a while, if you feel like you don't fit into the world you inherited, it's because you were born to help create a new one, which is a fucking psychotic thing to say when you've been pretending to be Spanish for years (laughs) and you got caught just being a white girl from Boston, ma'am. We're really starting off this year with a bang. I hope you guys are ready. Strap in. Strap the fuck in. Another thing happened on January 6th. A couple things, actually. RuPaul's Drag Race premiered. I'm so excited. I haven't watched it yet because I've just been busy. And I last night went to go see Megan. Another thing that dropped on January 6th. And y'all, it was good. (laughs) Now, I, you know, horror is subjective. What people find scary in a movie is subjective. I personally, like, don't find, like, a robot doll to be scary like Chucky does nothing for me. The idea of like a Victorian doll just like making its way into your room randomly, like that's terrifying. But Chucky does nothing. Um, But there were some jump scares. There were definitely some like moments. Um, But I enjoyed it. It was a good movie. I won't spoil anything. But I'll tell you one word to look forward to. This really cracked me up. And that word is... uh, bulletproof and we'll just leave it at that (laughs) all right you guys with that uh the rest of the episode is going to be a recap of the latest episodes of real housewives of miami so check it out love you bye ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. As we all know, when it comes to everyone's business, I like to mention it all, but when it comes to mine, I like to keep things a little bit closer to the chest. But that method doesn't always work when it comes to your mental health, and we all need a way to purge and get it out. Therapy is a safe space to do that and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down by learning positive coping skills and all the tools you need to help you be the best version of yourself. BetterHelp is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So you can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash everyone's business today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash everyone's business. Hi. Everyone's fighting, but right now all I see is a, a goat with a diaper or a soiled diaper wrapped around its ankles, shimmying around the house. Where do you go from there? You can't even think about anything else. The the goat's pamper is on the floor. I think it fell. Okay, you guys, let's talk about Real Housewives of Miami. Another great episode. They do chaos in a way that like the Salt Lake girls could possibly never like they could only dream of layers they could only dream the women of beverly hills could only dream to drag on a story in the way that gertie is doing with alexia somehow when they do it it's like both annoying and refreshing it's annoying for sure but i'm still at least more captivated than i was certainly during lucy lucy apple juice i mean if i never hear that name again I'd have a beautiful life. Um, But anyway, let's get into it. So Adriana's music video is at the top of the episode, right? We're on this yacht. Jonathan's there, parched as ever. Adriana, like, baby, somebody lied to you several times because she says in a confessional that the only way or in order for a song to go viral these days, you need to have a good music video. Jonathan told you that. I know Jonathan needs to make rent for his studio apartment. I get it. I get it. We all have to hustle and we all might have to tell a little white lie or two to get a little check in our bank account. And I get it. I don't knock the hustle. That being said, he lied to you, baby. And so it makes it even worse when you start talking again about how, oh, I don't have anybody to uh, 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 and get a uh, music video for. I, you know, I'm not like, uh, you know, sucking it for, for watches or whatever. I actually have to hustle. I feel like people really go up for Adriana when she says this, but to me, it just sounds like some hater shit because at the end of the day, you're talking about all these women who are married. Sure. They all married up in the sense that they married men who were, and women who were financially stable. So what's the, what are you, what point are you making here for yourself? Seems like you're just making one for the other side and you're like, well, I don't have the money, but none of these women are sugar babies. They're all married, babe. (laughs) And really, you would also be insulting Julia in this as well, because Julia also married somebody wealthier and Julia is also married to somebody more famous than everybody else's partners and themselves combined. So, you know, like, let's maybe be careful about what we're saying here. (laughs) And that's supposed to be your bestie. 
So Jonathan's going off on the yacht, telling Adriana, I want you to lay here and I want you to do that as though her doing a little two-step on a yacht is going to make the video go viral in 2022. Anyway, he then asks her, did the ladies learn the rest of the choreography? Jonathan, you know the answer to that is no, because you were screaming in the dance studio just yesterday about how nobody's there and it's a problem. Do you think that these women couldn't even be bothered to go to the dance studio, spent their evening learning the routine? Honey, come on. But Adriana's like, honestly, I don't know what they did. And he's like, oh God, Adriana, you're really scaring me. (laughs) And once all the ladies get on the yacht, Gertie announces in a confessional that she is purposely avoiding uh, Adriana, excuse me, Alexia, because of how she behaved on the bus last week where they were getting into it. Gertie was making a bunch of faces and and Alexia called her out for it. So now she's purposely icing her out on a yacht (laughs) because of it. While Adriana's trying to teach the ladies the choreography real quick, Marisol shows up in all white. They're all supposed to be wearing black, but she's in head-to-toe white with the captain's hat, you know, proving a bottle of vodka in her hand. Maybe more Captain Morgan than a captain of a yacht or a boat, but nevertheless, she's here to make cockies for everybody. She's going to be the resident bartender. She says in a confessional, (laughs) she feels like nobody in the universe understands the importance of a bartender but she takes that role on very seriously lisa only shows up real quick to lend her support before she has to go hang out with her son or whatever larsa shows up and there's no guardrails to get up to this yacht so it's like five steps from the dock to the actual boat larsa actually breaks the fourth wall she's like are you serious there's no handrails like i'm not gonna do this it's not like the titanic Does Larsa know what happened on Titanic? Well, I don't know. Either way, she's going to have a great time finding out. And then she says in a confessional that she has zero intention of being in this music video. She's like, you know, if I was going to be in a music video, I just, it just wouldn't be Adriana's. (laughs) Whose would it be, Larsa? Future? Oh, just kidding. Moving on. So Jonathan, the director, starts screaming about how they've only got two hours of light left, ladies. Like, we really got to hustle here. And so everybody's like, yeah, yeah, totally. But then they're just milling about having their own cocktail hour. Um, You know, Marisol's doing her God-given gift. Just milling about. And Jonathan's just at the end of the boat with these two men that are poor dears in polyester uh, fucking banana hammocks fake leather pleather banana hammocks and like mesh tops the poor dears on that hot boat i mean my god hopefully they had baby powder on deck i don't know maybe it wasn't that uh smart of an idea i don't know if marisol would have used it to limit or rim a martini glass or something so jonathan's screaming why aren't they listening to me these girls won't do anything it's like truly like herding cats with them So one of the conversations being had while Jonathan's about to lose his shit is Larsa talking to Julia. So first we're talking about the dancers' bodies, and one of them's like caked up for real in the back, right? And Julia's talking about like how great his butt is and how Martina has this trick where she can like look at somebody's body and tell what sport they played um, based on their physique. And so then they start talking about like, oh, do you guys look at guys? And she's like, yeah, Martina looks at men. I mean... Like, have they never met a homosexual person in their life? 
Like, we're having conversations, like, mid-90s conversations about sexuality. Does Martina kiss boys? Does she like what? They're married, guys. But anyway, um, so Julia's like, yeah, we both look at boys. Totally harmless. But what she's not picking up is that Lars is trying to set her up. So Lars is like, uh, wow, Julia, can I tell you this crazy story? Somebody told me a week ago that they saw you at the Four Seasons making out with a man. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> so Julia's like, mm, I don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't even there. But Larsa goes, oh, um, it was a designer she said that you were with. So then Julia goes, oh, yeah. Yeah, it, we did make out. So then Larsa says, yeah, that's so crazy. Like, my friend actually took a picture of you guys. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> what is going on? And Gertie goes, oh, somebody's stalking. So Julia says in a confessional, she can tell that Larsa's coming up with a plot and she's not having it. So finally they're doing the choreography scene and Jonathan, the director, takes Gertie out because she's blocking Adriana. Adriana's like, well, why can't we just like, you know, get as many people as we can? And Gertie's like, don't worry about it. I'm out. Bye. Thank you. See you later. Don't worry about me, sweetheart. <laughs> get somebody else to do it. So then she says, listen, I watched the rehearsal. I'm good. Bye. But then when cameras are up, they're like doing the choreography, fully recording. And here comes Marisol with her two drinks in her hand, like, who wants khakis? Like pinching people's butts, doing a little shimmy in the background. And Jonathan is like, cut. We can't have you guys go in the back. We can't have you guys just milling about having drinks while they're trying to film a (laughs) music video. They're being so fucking unserious and it's really, really cracking me up. They do not care about Adriana's music video whatsoever. So then they take a quick break, but then Larsa brings up the fact that Lenny went to page six and told them there's no problems in his relationship with Lisa and they're not getting a divorce. Like, don't know what you're talking about. Not happening. All of them are confused. So they're like, wait, Lenny's like been out here with his girlfriend. So why would he lie? So they're like all talking as a group and Alexia mentions to Gertie, yeah, you know, something about like, she's trying to have a conversation with her about, about Lisa and Lenny. Right. But Gertie completely blanking her. She goes, Oh, she's ignoring me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So Alexia goes, Gertie, I noticed that you're ignoring me. She's like, yes, I am. Because of what happened in the Sprinter van. And then she starts off by saying, it's because Alexia noticed that Gertie made a face on the van. So then we go back to Alexia then comparing the parties that she, Gertie threw for Marisol versus the charity event. And how Alexia just made a mention about how I want this to be, you know, I want you planning my wedding. My wedding to be the biggest thing that you've planned. Bigger than Marisol's party, bigger than the charity event that you had. Gertie has taken this as a personal slight as though Alexia was being completely demeaning about uh, her brother's death because that's why she had the charity event and that even comparing her wedding to her brother dying is like so off. I think Alexia says a lot of things wrong. I don't particularly like her. I don't particularly think she's that good of a person. But I don't think in this case that Gertie really has a leg to stand on. Because I just think Alexia was not even thinking like she's speaking very surface. Like, oh, an offhanded comment about 
oh, you're going to be planning my event. I want my event to be the biggest thing ever because it's my wedding. I don't think she was like trying to spit on your brother's grave as you seem to be taking it. it. It's a lot for me. At this point, I mean, I don't have another term for it for both of them than just getting into the oppression Olympics. Like everybody, Alexia and Gertie are just crying at each other, trying to make their case, trying to outpain one another about, you know, I wanted to work with you, Gertie, but you know, my mom died and then my brother died and then we're just crying. And Russell, my husband, I cried to him and you were crying while I was crying. And, Gertie says in a confessional that when you give Alexia too much empathy, she acts like, oh, I'm not a victim. But then it only like she uses it when it serves her right and be like, oh, no, I can't take it. I can't possibly take it. And then she says, listen, Gertie says this. Listen, I was voted drama queen in college. And high school. So I can go toe to toe with Alexia. It's no problem with me. But why? Why do you need to do that, ma'am? Alexia starts crying about how they had been working together for a year and how Gertie just abandoned her and, you know, then showed up to her party anyway. And Gertie's like, but I told you that I had an event that day. I told you I would be there afterwards. I made it very clear. You also invited me. And Alexia's like, yeah, because I have a heart and class and education and you don't. (laughs) See? That's too low, Alexia. That's fucking low. And this is the shit that Gertie could be getting pissed off about, but then she brings it back to, you were laughing at me on the sprinter, and it's like, yeah, girl, because you were being a goofy. And Alexia is absolutely right, and it's like, you were writhing around like the damn exorcist. That's why I reacted to you, girl. So Kiki and Larsa are just sitting there, literally sitting there in the middle of this conversation, just watching it like a tennis match. Lars is sitting from behind her sunglasses, just loving the moment, truly having a great time. Kiki is vacillating between uh, her jaw being dropped and uh, drinking. So she's having a great time. I'm having a great time personally. Who's not having fun is uh, Adriana, who realizes that the girls have been fighting this whole time. And now she's pissed because she's like, this is so important to me. Feel the heat Miami or whatever this is called heat rush whatever um it's so important to me and we only have so much light left so why couldn't they fight afterwards like i don't care if you guys throw each other off of the boat or whatever just do it after sun dark sunlight then they really start screaming at each other alexia's screaming about frankie's accident gertie's screaming about her brother lars is just staring like going completely catatonic and in a confessional she's like i don't understand where all this like emotion's coming from i don't i don't get it (laughs) oh my god then they oh it's just screaming crying screaming crying marisol's watching from afar and she says in a confessional you know my cocktails bring people to a range of emotions from happy to oh my god i'm having an emotional breakdown (laughs) finally they end up hugging and making up with each other and alexia says listen i always wanted to be friends with you i really did i i admire you i think you're great i really hope we can move forward in a real way now and i actually think they might Finally, Jonathan is able to wrangle these women to just, you know what, just sit around and pose and simper and just look hot. Just, it's fine. Just do it. Just a little shimmy. Okay. We'll just put their camera up and just shimmy. So Larsa couldn't even be bothered to do that. When she said, I don't want to be in this music video. She was right. 
they're all like, woo, side to side, dancing, hot girl shit. And Lars is literally sitting in a chair <laughs> with a drink in the middle of all of them. Not even smiling right in the shot. It's so funny. I cannot wait to actually, I think this music video might go viral. I'm, I'll give you two views right now, just for the chance of seeing Lars is sitting in a chair while everybody else is dancing. When they're done, Julia invites everybody to her housewarming party, which she says it's going to be her farm to glam party. And all the ladies get to see her milking the goats and bringing the goat on the beach and having the goat headbutt their other dogs on the beach. But she's another woman. There's another side to her. And it doesn't have anything to do with the farm. I will be bringing the goat, but he will have clothes on. But Lars is not done with Julia. She's like, listen, I just need you to explain to me how relationships work in 2022, I guess. Because, you know, when somebody told me that you were making out with a man, I said, no, you couldn't possibly be. Like, basically trying to frame it like, I was trying to cover for you, girl. But this sounds like some some new generation shit. So you're going to have to let me know. So Julia is like, well, there's making out and then there's making out. Like, yes, I was making out with him, but if I was really making out with him, then I would do it behind closed doors, not in public. And then she's like, well, I, oh my God, she, I mean, it's stupid. So, uh, Larissa says in a confessional, there's no paparazzi at the Four Seasons. So, like, the idea that Julia's making out with her friend for a cheap thrill, like, that's a lie. Like, ding, 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 lie, low, ding, ding, lie. I want to know who this dude was because Julia said he's kind of a public figure and because she's kind of a public figure, they just play it up for people if they think that anybody's looking at them. But like, I'm I'm going to ding, ding, ding on that one too. I'm with you, Larsa. So Adriana tries to help out Julia kind of by being like, guys, I don't, we shouldn't talk about this. It's not important. Like I want to be a good friend to Julia and I can tell she's getting upset. And you know, why didn't any of you guys care when Julia made out with Lisa? Last year. Nobody, none of you guys said anything about that. <laughs> Everybody's like, what? <laughs> so Kiki says, well, we were playing a game and they were just like kissing, like in a game kiss. Nobody was really taking that seriously. Adriana. And then Adriana yells at Kiki. He's like, why are you getting involved? You don't know shit. Even though in the flashback of them kissing, Kiki was fully there and saw everything just like Adriana did. So Adriana gets up in a huff. She's upset. And they're like, well, maybe she's mad because, I don't know, we turned all this into a whirling dervish of drama during her music video on her dime and on her time. Maybe that's why she's upset. Oh, well. But Kiki's like, fuck her. I'm the only one who went to this dance rehearsal. I'm the only one who was here supporting you. Double middle finger to you, Adriana. I'm getting the fuck out of here. And then hilarious she randomly pulls up a bag of burger king and starts eating off of a half-eaten burger unless <laughs> he goes did you bring that with you <laughs> where did that come from kiki absolutely iconic she says in a confessional it's a wrap i'm not gonna eat this burger and have my stomach bloated and still be in your video so that means i'm done i don't want to put up with your bullshit anymore it's over so then she leaves i love kiki i love her and I need her to be a full-time cast member next season. So after we get off the yacht and back on dry land, there's a scene where Gertie's at home. And I think I kind of love her life. Like, I might put that up in my own mental Pinterest board. 
She says, you know, I'm now busier than ever with my parties. I don't even usually have uh, weddings in Miami. So I'm going to Dubai and Palm Springs or whatever. Like I'm here, there and everywhere. And, um, you know, here she is walking around her house with her successful career. Uh, She has a hot and seemingly mostly silent firefighter husband who has no problem getting down on one knee to put some tanner on her legs, put the gloves on. And let's get to wiping, girl. I'm here for you. Love you, baby. And she's talking about, my life is great. Like, he's got a, Russell's got a great schedule. I know that he's very reliable. And so that works out for us as parents because my schedule's a lot more free and up in the air. And so he can make it work. And honestly, I loved her transparency of being like, if I had had a girl, maybe I would think differently, but the boys, the two boys have a dad and he's there for them. So for right now it is what it is. And I'm just like, go, go, go. And I'm like, good on you, girl. Also, I really love her in my mind, throwback pussycat dolls outfit that she has in her new confessional look. It's got the little hat to the side. It's got like some, you know, like a kind of faux military, but sexy moment. I loved it. Then we head over to Lisa's house. She's at home loading up her two-year-old toddler with uh, some chocolate ice cream before she sends her off for a nap. But, you know, anyway, um, in a confessional, the producers ask Lisa, why is Lenny on page six denying that you guys are breaking up? And Lisa's like, I'm really not sure. I don't know why he would deny it. He told me so confidently that we're done and we're over and that we're not getting back together. And then she says, you know, It's one thing to go through a divorce. It's very different to go through it publicly versus privacy. Like it's embarrassing and it's really fucking with me. And I wake up, I check the news. There's my name and there's my marriage and I'm here for you. And listen, again, I don't really love Lisa. Like if Lisa's life was going well, I would probably find her to be the most vile person. (laughs) The most vile cast member on the show. Just like our personal politics not even close nowhere close not even in the ballpark but (sighs) ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I have an ounce of empathy for the fact that this is, like, really publicly embarrassing for her personally. Like, she didn't have to go out this bad, Lenny. Not this bad. Finally, it's time for Julia's party. Gertie shows up early. There's a waiter with a tray of champagne. She goes, a half pour? Mm -mm. I'm going to need a full pour when we get inside. (laughs) 
<laughs> I loved it. Clocked it immediately. And you know what? That's professionalism. That's how you know Gertie is a woman with an eye for the attention to detail. And I honestly, that was a great uh, promotion for her for her business. I have to tell you guys right now, I'm being so distracted by <laughs> on my screen. You know how you get these like ads and they're just random, like the most random ads that you can see. And it's like, oh, yeah, like a picture of like, uh, like Kirstie Alley, RIP. And it's like, oh, you're not going to believe which actress lost 7,000 pounds, like those bullshit things that they get you to click on. And in this one, it's just one of Tiger Woods mugshots. And I'm finding it so distracting <laughs> to not stare at it because I don't know why it's there. I okay we gotta move on so Julia's not ready so she, Gertie calls Julia and is like hey just letting you know I'm here but everything looks good like take your time Julia's like okay I'm getting ready but I don't know if you heard but I disinvited Kiki because listen there's a lot going on I got enough loud birds in my house I don't need another one and then she says Basically, she texted Kiki and it was like, hey, good morning, girl. Um, after the events of yesterday, I will not be able to have you in my house. So she said she was really off put by Kiki screaming and threatening to sue the music director. And we see her talking to Jonathan and is like, no, I'm not doing this. Uh, if I see my face in your video or her video, I will sue. And then she's like, listen, I just can't take the screeching. My daughter's going to be here. My wife, Elvis the goat, he'll also be there. They can't take it. Not around my family. We later find out that even though Julia seemed extremely put off personally by what Larsa said to her, she didn't disinvite Larsa. She's fully welcome. And actually, it seems like uh, Julia may have set up in, her up in the same way she thought Larsa set her up by making sure Martina was there to have this conversation about uh, why I was making out with some man, which doesn't really make sense, Julia. Like, like, why would she need to be there to confront her? I don't know. So Julia comes downstairs with Elvis, the goat, on a pink leash with some jean short overalls that say love on them, like he's fucking Punky Brewster or something. And then she's got this German shepherd who's got a muzzle on him. So it's like two animals that clearly don't want or need to be inside around a crowd of people and a bunch of cameras in production. Marisol says in a confessional, you know how weird and twisted can cross the line? That's Elvis. <laughs> and I was with you. I was rocking with Marisol for most of this episode. I usually don't, but she, <laughs> I was with her, especially at this house. So Adriana finds out that she didn't get enough footage. Jonathan told her they didn't come close to getting enough footage from the day before to complete the music video. So when she gets to the party, she's like, thanks everybody for ruining my day. Especially you, Larsa. <laughs> Larsa's like, me? <laughs> Out of all of us, me? So Adriana's like, yeah, you were attacking Julia. So Julia tells Larsa, I just feel like what you were doing was premeditated and a trap. And Larsa's like, well... I don't get it. Like, you did it. Like, you could have lied, but you you didn't. You did. So why would it be such a big deal for me to ask you if you did it? <laughs> and this is why Larsa really cracks me up. Like, I... <laughs> you know you're being messy. You know you are. So as Larsa and Julia are going back and forth, Marisol just says, 
it fell. And the camera zooms in on Elvis the goat, whose diaper has fallen to the ground. Right around his ankles, that diaper. The Maricel says in a confessional, Everybody's fighting, but right now all I can see is this goat with a diaper. A soiled diaper wrapped around his ankles, shimming around the house. Where do you go from there? I, I can't even think about anything else. <laughs> and I'm with you, girl. So Julia takes the goat. Oh my god, this first she goes Marisol goes over to Martina and she goes, um, the goat has a pamper. The goat's pamper fell. <laughs> oh my god. So Julia gets takes the goat and the dirty pamper and leaves Martina with the rest of the women. And Adriana says, Martina, I'm just trying to help you because, you know, they're trying to implicate you. And Martina's like, implicate me in what? <laughs> so Lars is like well I just had a friend tell me two weeks ago that they saw Julia making out with a man at the Four Seasons so Martina's like well I would rather that she make out with a man than a woman I don't know what to tell you basically Martina doesn't seem to give a shit but I also feel like Martina's a professional and they know a sport you know an athlete right they know how to keep it together so do I, I don't know, like, I wonder if Julia gave her the heads up and she was like, oh, I'll just play it cool like it's whatever. Or I wonder if this was her first time hearing it and she was like, I don't know any of these bitches. I'm not about to explode at them, especially on reality TV. So I'm just going to be like, make a joke and get out of it. And then I'll address it later, which I think is what probably really happened. The wild thing is that it seemed like Julia really expected Martina to like take up for her, but Martina has been telling you, girl, if you don't give it up for me, I'm leaving your ass. So why am I, like, if I were Martina, I'd be like, why am I having to uh, take the wheel on you making out with somebody else when I'm not even getting it? Mm -mm. Then Martina reveals that she is not made out with a man in quite some time, not since the 90s. And it was a famous, but more famous in the tennis world, athlete. Uh, Marisol really tries to work on figuring out whether it was Bjorn Borg or some other old guy. She's like, listen, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm the only old person here. I still got it. Kind of. <laughs> Lisa shows up last and the ladies are like, girl, what's going on with this page six article? Why is Lenny denying that you guys are breaking up? Lisa's like, girl, I have no idea. There's no working it out between us. No clue. So Nicole says, well, gosh, I do you think that this relationship has been lasting longer than recently? And Alexa's like, oh yeah, at least a year or two. That's how it works. <laughs> Let me know. From one bitch to the other, I, I can tell you. It's been going on for at least a year. Well, Lisa says, I don't think it's been a year, but recently I did notice that there was like some flirtatious between behavior between them or you know, like maybe a crush or some sort of attraction. You know, she came to all these parties and I hate those parties and everybody thinks that I like having these parties and I don't. And I was thinking, my God, we keep seeing that girl's cheeks in that 2011 flashback. And I wonder if she knows that all of America has to, well, all of us Peacock viewers are watching her 2011 cheeks do a little shimmy every episode of the latest season of Real Housewives in Miami. That's come on the podcast. Let me know. Basically, the episode ends with all the women kind of realizing that this is or could be a watershed moment for their relationship. Lisa and Lenny are now broken up. 
Gertie's wondering, hey, I feel secure in my relationship. We've been married for 27 years, but you never know. Like, I need to think about how one day things could change. Dr. Nicole says, this is a reason why I will never stop working because you never know. You can only rely on yourself. That's it. And yeah, just a lot of reflection. This uh, really turns into a reflected moment for Julia, who says she gets right in that ocean or whatever (laughs) with her dress on to go make out with Martina, you know, in an effort to get the groove back in their relationship. She's shook. She said, it's not going to be me. Mm -mm, Not me. (laughs) So... Oh, that is it for us this week, at least as far as the housewives go. Check me out with the finale uh, of Sister Wives on Wednesday, and we'll be back with Potomac and maybe Salt Lake. We'll see on Friday. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening. If you're able to give me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, I would love that. Spotify as well. Also, a great time to sign up for the Patreon and January over at ebbm podcast on patreon.com it's doing a deep dive well maybe not so much a deep dive but a retrospective into the laguna beach hills universe uh this week last week i talked about laguna beach seasons one and two this week i'm joined by none other than liz bentley to talk about season one of the hills so check it out the link to the Patreon and all of my socials are in the episode description of every episode. Love you guys. Have a good day. Bye.